Hello and welcome to Extra Voices. This is the Extra Life podcast focusing on the efforts of extra lifers all across the nation and the staff of the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals that helps make the magic happen. And yes, I have tried to do a monthly cadence. This little thing called game day kind of threw me off my schedule, but I am back and I am with a longtime extra lifer. Uh, some of y'all listening may have met her at some different events before or probably in the Extra Life Discord. I am joined by Laura. Laura, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I am fine. I am tired and I am hoping that the kids that are watching YouTube right now in the other room uh, don't make a fuss because I've threatened their video game time if they do. So that's Oh no. I'm I'm on edge right now. <laughs> it's, it's, so it's the the part of parenting. Trying to schedule these things are always uh very fun. there's a roll of the dice, if you will. Uh, sure. but the, the, I have a feeling they'll be good. They they treasured their weekend video game time, uh, and my oldest wants to play Satisfactory with me, so he's going to do whatever he can to not ruin it. Oui. And anyways, uh, we're here to talk about you because you've been doing Extra Life. We've we've chit chatted a bit. Uh, you've been doing Extra Life for quite a long time, longer than me, yeah. if I remember off the top of my head. Uh, so. Kind of give me the story of how you got started and like your kind of like your extra life origin story. Sure. Yeah. So this was my 10th game day this year. So that equates to like nine or 10 years, depending on how you math it out. Um, I got started because I met our hospital rep. So the hospital that I raised money for is KU Medical Center, which is in the Kansas City area. Um, I won't say it's technically, for those who are familiar with the Kansas-Missouri divide, it's technically on the Kansas side of the state line, but the circumference of people who raise money for it goes pretty far and is multi-state. And I met the hospital rep at an event for one of my previous jobs because they were there trying to recruit people for Extra Life. and I was looking for a way to give back, but I'm not really an athlete by any stretch of the imagination. So the thought of like running or walking in a 5K was truly horrible. <laughs> so I was like, I could play games for 24 hours. Like, I like playing games. I'm a nerd. I can do this. So I signed up and I did it. And it was great. Around the same time that they started recruiting is when they started Also, the guild program, and our area was one of the first 60-something guilds to be created. Um, And I got suckered into it, basically. (laughs) They were like, oh, you actually know what you're talking about, so you should also be involved in the guild. So I was the vice president of the guild at that time. Um, And then it kind of just snowballed from there. So my first game day, I was still living at home. I... Just had a bunch of friends over because I knew I couldn't stay awake for 24 hours by myself. I just invited a bunch of friends over. We played board games, video games. And then uh, the next year, a bunch of people had so much fun that they also joined. So I had friends that had also signed up for Extra Life and wanted to do it. And now, 10 years later, there is a core group of people that I have that are my friends and also extra lifers that do extra life every single year. We were all involved in the guild for some time. Um, and then COVID sort of like div- dissolved the guild because there wasn't a lot of, you know, in-person outreach 
that needed to be done. So our purpose had kind of been served. Um, yeah, and then uh, one day I was like, hey, I'm not going to Extra Life United IRL, but I will be available if you need help in the Discord server. And someone in the Discord community was like, great, yes, here, be a mod. <laughs> and then I became a mod, and I have never not been a mod since. I think that was a, a year and a half, two years ago. And here we are. I've gone to Extra Life United several times. I've won a lot of money at Extra Life United. This year, 2023, I was a Tories Angel at Extra Life United because I was like, I want to try something different. I don't want to have like the stress of competing. Um, and so I was just, a, just signed up for different stress. <laughs> honestly, yes, correct. <laughs> Entirely different stress. Um, but it was fun. I had a good time. And I am ready to do it next year. Next year, it'll be in my it'll be in our town. It'll be in Kansas City. So I'm excited to not have to actually travel anywhere. Yeah, I was I'm sitting here taking notes and when you you mentioned because I knew you were in that area, I couldn't remember if you were in Kansas City or not. So yeah, yeah you were talking about like on the divide. So like are you on the correct side of the divide for ELU or are you going to have to hop over a state? I am on the correct side. They haven't technically set a location for Extra Life United. But like aside from it being in Kansas City. However, there are only so many places that they could host an event like that within <laughs> Kansas City and within the area. Um, so it will probably be on the Missouri side of Kansas City. So it'll be quick, easy. Um, they're not going to have it at the hospital or anything. So it should be. I can't imagine that they would anyway. There's no. The yeah, infrastructure I for that wouldn't be good, uh, especially because it's like a teaching hospital and it's. It's a whole, it just wouldn't work for like hosting a big event like that. Oh, yeah. And I'm excited about it because um, for those that are, are listening, there has since the last episode, there has been a change to Extra Life United. Uh, typically, we oh, would yeah. kind of be pinned uh, or really kind of like in the same building as Children's um, Hospital Week. And we would be like right next to all the CMN folks and and be like a part of their event, but we're going to get spun off and work with the dance marathon people um, who travel around from point to point. So we're not going to be just uh, stuck with Florida. It's it's the Thanks best way to say it. Yeah. So it's going to be cool. I'm, I'm excited because it's going to be in the summer instead of the spring. Yeah. So my, my kids can go. And I think that's going to open up a lot of schedules for a lot of other extra lifers to be able to go to. And it's centrally located for a change because, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Florida is, I mean, you're, we were right next to Disney World and we were going to be in Disney World, but uh, it takes a lot to fly people there. And I know my hospital, uh, since they're located in Oklahoma, are very excited that their costs are going to go down uh, dramatically Absolutely. as well. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. And like you said, because uh, you mentioned Tori's Angels. Tori's Angels, obviously named after Victoria Edmund, who yeah. um, is 
the reason why Extra Life uh, began, you know, Victoria nickname was Tori. Uh, so Tori's Angels, um, that's the name that people give uh, to the mods that are in the Discord server and also to the volunteer staff at Extra Life United. And, and I kind of mentioned signing up for New Stress. So that, that sign up comes out for people interested since you have done it before uh, and this mm-hmm. most recent event. What What is the difference, you know? Obviously, you go to Extra Life United and you're trying to compete. You're focused on like networking with people, competing, trying to win money and and learn a, a thing or two. But when you switch over to doing Tori's Angels, like what does that all entail as a part of uh, being a part of ELU? Sure. So <clears throat> I this was my first time doing it and there wasn't any like training necessarily. So I'm sure the I'm the experience might be totally different for next year. Um, I was the only person in the group who hadn't done it before. So basically what it entailed was a lot of it was um, running the front desk area, checking people in. So making sure that uh, everybody had their like little goodie bag full of stuff. There's also a, a uh, an event every ELU where the kiddos come and you can play games with them and interact with them and their families. So we were responsible for like welcoming them and making sure that they had their little goodie bags um, and directing them to each area of the room. A lot of the volunteer experience is setting things up and taking things down. Very like classical con comic con experience if you've ever volunteered. <laughs> at a convention or had a booth at a convention. So we showed up two days early and we set up all of the PCs. We uh, made sure that they each had their little matching Extra Life keyboard and their little matching Extra Life mouse pad. And then we made sure that each of the um, tabletop tables had like a number and a letter and we knew uh, we had all of the correct number of games that we needed, et cetera. And then there was challenge stations, which was just like a little extra way that people could play games together as well as earn money. And we were responsible for setting those up and making sure that things were recorded. And then at the end of the event, the biggest thing that I helped with, um, actually helped at the beginning and the end, was uh, there was a new thing called ELU Books which was basically like a fake currency that you could exchange between extra lifers um, to get more donations and earn more money for your hospital. So every single person that attended the event got 62 ELU bucks. I personally counted every single envelope that had the oh, 62 man. bucks in it. So <laughs> I know that every single person except for one, I'll get to it, every single person except for one had the correct number of ELU bucks in it. And then at the end, they people turned it in, and I helped um, a couple other staff members like keep track of how much they were turning back in so that they could get their correct donations. A lot of people just kept their $62, and they were like, great, I am at least taking home $62 as a donation from this. Some people uh, pooled their money together, so then one person took home like, a larger portion of the pot. Um, there were also there was also extra money. So people uh, like Tori's Angels or uh, the Edmund family or hospital reps, they could give out money to people, ELU bucks, as well as um, 
if you participated in any of the stream events or you were on stage being humiliated for the love of extra life, you got compensated via ELU bucks, um, et cetera, et cetera. So there was lots of opportunities to earn money without having to win the game in which you were competing. Um, so I helped with all of that. There was one person whose envelope I miscounted. They were extremely nice. They came up to me and they said, I believe you have given me the incorrect amount. I had given them all 20s <laughs> instead of $62. I had given them like a hundred and something. Oh, uh, wow. Twenties Instead of it like being like two 20s and then some 10s, some fives and some ones, it was all 20s. I had apparently just given the stack of 20s into the envelope and they were like, I want to be a good person and bring this back and i was like you in fact are a good person and later on i like gave them some elu bucks because i was like because you were such a nice person that is the only one that i know of that i messed up so a lot of that it is, was just keeping track of that that is a huge stroke of honesty if that doesn't sum up the people in this community i don't know what else does yeah and like had it been any other event that wasn't an extra life event that person just would have been like sweet free cash and like yeah. not extra donations for me absolutely <laughs> yeah they the, would have ELU, not the elu box was was really cool it was a great touch I, I think overall this year it really felt like there was a a lot more because usually it's only like uh i've only done two in-person elus mm -hmm. uh but i i know the first one i did it it i've i've was very thankful i got to win some money but it definitely felt like there was a select few that walked away with the lion's share of like yeah. everything and what, this year what was your first year Which so year my first year so i've been two years in a row so it okay. was it. It, yeah so it was 23 and 22 uh that okay. i've been so uh and 22 i think it's the first time we went back in person if i remember yeah. correctly i believe um, so yeah, so it was it was kind of also that odd. How do we do this after COVID and a hospital event type thing? Yeah, um, but yeah, and, and I would as I was talking with people, they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, this person always wins. This person always wins. It's just kind of how it goes." Yeah. I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. You know, it's a good investment for the hospital to bring people in because they win money this year. You could definitely tell there was a more community focus, um, I which I I'm sure for some of the and I do know some of the bigger like uh winners to, to traditionally uh i think had some mixed opinions but overall it was received super super well because a lot of people felt like it was uh more worth their time to come and everybody just really had fun the elu bucks was great uh i know futiles who i need to bring on the show one time was uh you do. i was i literally was up until 1 a.m with him last <laughs> playing Baldur's gate 3 so there you go yeah He's, so um our our crink our crocodile uh shark i mean he was he was going around like he he barely you know it, we always talk about people that do different things he doesn't really you know stream or anything like that but i tell you what he makes bank at elu networking figuring out giveaways or in this case sharking people out of elu bucks by doing various crocodile bets and other things i tried uh, to he tell did people leading up to elu i'm like he mm -hmm. will start to like people who have never been to ELU before or don't know him. They'll be like, <laughs> he'll start to convince them that they should play Crokinole with him at ELU in the discord. And I'm like, don't do it. It's a trap. 
It's yep. a trap. It's a trap. And he'll always text me and be like, why are you trying to stop my hustle? I'm like, I'm trying to save these innocent people who you're going to just take their money. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's very, it's absolutely hilarious. He did it live on stage too, which was even funnier because he was doing it with uh, Adam, the community director of extra life. So it was, it, it's great. There's all kinds of different folks at ELU um, as far as like how we all uh, find different ways to fundraise and, and what we do. So it's very, very cool. And I tell you what, without it, and you know, I think describing it like a con is, is very appropriate because when you walk in there, it does look like a, a professional setup of, you know, there's lines of computers and consoles and, and tables and you have screens where the brackets and the standings are shown. So that it's a heck of a lot of work. And, and of course you have this whole like stage in the background too, as well. Uh, so things can be streamed. You got like this pit area where people can sit down and listen to the panel. So there's a ton of work that goes into uh, just getting it set up. And we also had like a arts and crafts station this year yeah. to make extra life capes, which I think was a huge hit for the, uh, the more creative types in the audience, your, your cosplayers and, and people that will like, um, you know, some people will make like plushies and different things, uh, for yeah. donations. That's their, their thing. Like, like I've said before, playing games means a lot of different things. So we really had a gigantic community feel of hitting just everything this time around and trying to get everybody involved which was awesome so are you gonna are you gonna tori's angel again now that it's in kind of your hometown or are you gonna go back to competing oh i definitely think all tori's angels i feel like i so 2016 17 and 19 uh i won increasing amounts of money at extra life united um in 2019 i was tied for it was second or third place with the infamous lumen <laughs> i'm kind of like a if you if you weren't there you don't know that i was a big winner because i'm not you know famous which is totally fine um but i kind of decided i wanted to try volunteering and also uh quit while i was ahead because at some point i will no longer win a bunch of money and then it will be not sad but like you gotta quit while you're on top right i think the elu bucks kind of changed that because i mm -hmm. think my my goal every single year which is easy to say when you win i think 2019 i won almost ten thousand dollars oh wow yeah my first year i won the very first game which was blockus i won seventeen hundred dollars I essentially paid for my trip to Florida. So my hospital was like very happy and willing to send me back for free the next year. And I won <laughs> $7,000. And then in 2019, I won nine something. I don't remember the exact dollar amount. That's, that is crazy. It's, I'm just happy to cash at, at all. <laughs> right. So, but my goal, I was like, I can't go in wanting to win more than the previous year. Like that's not, that's not good for my own mental health more than anything. Yeah. But there's if I definitely take home anything. Then I'll be happy. And I think ELU right. book has changed that because you can go home with, with money and it'd be totally fine. Um, but I also knew that they needed help and it had been a while since I had volunteered at a con because of COVID. So I was like, I have the energy to do this. And now I feel like I'm 
I'm part of it and I, I wouldn't go back, especially with it being in Kansas City. Not that I have an obligation, but I feel like I have a special I can help in a way that other people can't help because I'm familiar with the area in which it's happening. I'm familiar with like the city infrastructure and places to stay. And, you know, God forbid we needed something. Like there were a few times <clears throat> where we had to like go out and buy things. We went to like the Fed, the FedEx store in the hotel more than once because we needed like an office supply that we didn't have or we had to DoorDash something. But having, if if it is in the area of town that I think it's going to be in, I live 10 minutes away. Yeah, you will always need a cable. You will always need right. something random. It never fails, ever. So I can go to the Target by my house. I can go to my house and get things that we need. Um, and that that is going to be a, a need that I can help fulfill, which I think is super special. So I'll definitely... Still be a Tori's angel with no problem. Well, that's that's going to be awesome. Uh, I I can't wait to be there. It's so cool, and I know like uh, there there may be some people, uh, and I realize it as we're talking. We're like talking about winning money and cashing. Like just a reminder, all this stuff we're talking about goes direct to the hospital. We're not walking away with this cash ourselves. Nope. Right, this is this is all donations and people like you know Lumen, who is awesome. Uh, he's he's Love great. Him. I I really got a chance to talk to him a little bit more this year. I just only kind of heard of him it felt more like a community event this this past year than it did the last year because um uh, two years past covid made things a little bit more uh easy for everybody everybody i think was still kind of on edge about figuring yeah, it out um and, and yeah like this is like the big fundraising like some people have it's like their whole their whole deal for the whole year like they yeah. they, they are so good at it that elu is like their game day and they take enough money home from the hospital where the hospitals will you know pay their their way for it um i'm getting lucky my hospital will pay it'll be the first time they got to budget to pay for me it is extremely exciting and um like they they always do it's nice stuff like to try to buy a meal or get me some gear or something and thanks for like all the stuff that i've done before like i don't make a huge amount of elu but there is a little bit of stress to where you're like yeah they 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 want me to win something i want to win like some kind of money to show them hey it's worth me being here and all that so it is a little bit of pressure especially when um i'm noticing i'm getting older and a lot of these elu kids are getting like they're they're really good like yes almost you're like are you trying to like esports this because i remember yes. the we had a secret game and it was wind jammers which i never played before but it was a very simple concept i got the hang of it and i was playing decent i'm like okay i i think i might be able to do okay in this and who knows maybe i can get lucky enough to win and then i got matched up with the the kid that ended up winning the whole thing and he waxed me i swear i blinked and i was out <laughs> I was like, yeah that happens so a lot. fast i'm like oh my god there that are people to me too yeah there are people on another level and it's just wild like you have a lot of fun and i was actually like i had like a little tripod i had twitch going on my phone like so people could watch me live stream and i'm like oh that was that's like well we're done here and i see on my chat a lot of well that was quick (laughs) rip that has happened to me before because i am mostly a tabletop gamer so i do play video games that's mostly like especially during COVID times, board games and TTRPGs were 
not as common. You didn't couldn't have friends over or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like Futiles and I were playing Baldur's Gate last night, but that was the first time either of us had played it because it finally came out on Xbox. I'm a filthy oh, Xbox right. gamer. Um, but uh, I'm mostly a board gamer, so when the mystery games come out, uh, I definitely get my butt handed to me because <laughs> I distinctly remember. So in 2017 or 2019, I think it was 2017, they did a uh, in previous ELUs they did a top 16. So in addition to you winning or placing in a game that you were playing, you, uh, the top 16 people across all of the games who had won, like, cumulatively the top amount of money, then went to a finalist event. And it was a traditional bracket where you got paired up and nobody knew what the games would be. And then one person would win, like, a significant portion of the pot, (laughs) like tens of thousands of dollars. Um, they have since taken that culmination of money and now they pay for more placements. So you'll see dollar amounts for like up to 16th place in some of these. So you don't have to win the game to win donations for your hospital. But I remember getting out and placing like 16th out of 16 because I was up against owning <laughs> Toaster, who is also really, really good and wins a lot of money. And we played some game that I don't even know. And it lasted a minute. And I was like, good game. Have a nice day. Because it was just, he's just so, it was, he's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a lot of, uh, I highly encourage anybody listening. Uh, you got to come to ELU. I now play more board games because of yeah. ELU. It rekindled kind of like, oh, there's a lot more stuff out here than I remember. And I just kind of fell out of it because I, I play video games more often. It was more convenient sure. for me. And I get introduced to a lot of fun games like Sushi Go. I brought that back into the house here. My kids love, yeah, my kids love playing it. It's a very simple card game. Uh, I finally got to watch, you know, I had heard of uh, Settlers of Catan, finally got to watch it. I was like, oh, okay, I kind of get how this works. It's still kind of beyond me, but oh, there's this junior version of the game. Cool. Like I could play this with my kid and and not feel like I'm in the weeds. So it's really cool. You get to learn a lot of stuff. And I think every year there is a focus and you've heard Laura say it of trying to figure out how we kind of spread this money around because it it encourages people to keep going. It really rekindles uh, a fire. And and that's why I think it's going to be so great with it being in the summer because then you kind of have like that sprint in the fall of getting to your game day right afterwards. And it won't be so long of a break as the spring. So it's going to be awesome. I, I can't wait and I can't wait to see what changes like we did. Uh, and the tournament was Swiss style, which I've never done before, yeah. which meant instead of knockout brackets, like when you lost, you were, you went into a loser's bracket and then you had to kind of hope. Uh, now it's your guarantee that you get to play X amount of games, no matter what, which was hey, awesome. So being able to do that, like when I got my butt handed to me by the kid that never lost, it was fine. Yeah. Because I still got to play afterwards and you still got to get matched up. They tried to do like, hey, if you lost, you get matched up with somebody else that lost. Okay, now we're going to get you in the middle ground. You'll play in the middle ground. Tons of fun. Um, There's there's a lot of thought that goes into this and it can't be done without people like Laura and the Tories Angels to help execute all these visions and 
do stuff like stuffing envelopes. And when she was talking about, I mean, 62, why such an odd number? That's because 62, every every minute, 62 kids walk into a CMN yeah. hospital. So it's a constant reminder. But to give all the extra lifers that constant reminder, that's a lot of envelope stuffing to where you have to make sure you have a bunch of different monetary values and it doesn't add up to like a 60 or a 50. Um, so it's extra, a little extra work, but it's all very appreciated. So I can't wait to see you again, Laura, uh, next year at ELU. You know, ELU um, is something, mm -hmm. it's hard to describe to people because yes, we talk about it being a, a fundraising competition, but it's so much more than that because it mm -hmm. is, like you said, a community. Um, I went with one of my very best friends. It was their first ELU last year. And it doesn't matter, even though I had been three times before, it's very hard to put into words what that whole experience is like. And they left and they're like, I get it now. Like you mm -hmm. get to meet kids, you get to meet other extra lifers, you learn different people's stories. Everybody is there for the same goal and it's a good goal and a common goal. And you don't get that in a lot of other aspects in life. No, it, it, it's, it's a huge community build. Uh, I met so many people my first year and I met even more this second time around, yes. uh, just, you know, walking around getting to know people when you get to sit at their table, play games with them. And and now I recognize more of these names that pop up in Discord and stuff. I know the faces behind them. I've gotten to chat with them before. Uh, it makes a whole world of a difference. Uh, and and even like their Twitch names, they'll hop into stream. It's like, hey, I met you at ELU. I'm so and so. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember you. I, I love having stuff like that because uh, it's and you realize you're you're like me. I'm a small streamer. I'm not you know well known. Uh, so getting to see those extra friendly faces is a definite, you know, boost to the energy. Love, love when that happens. So it's awesome. Uh, can't recommend going to ELU enough. Uh, one of the best decisions I made was saying, you know what? It's worth the expense because my hospital couldn't afford to send me at the time. And I'm like, I'm just going to go. I need to do this. And it was yeah. a great decision. I'm glad I did. Um, and now my kids are like, cause they always, I tell them all the stories. I show them pictures and now they're excited that they get to, uh, be a, well, not be a part of it, but get to experience some of it as well. Get to see the things because uh, okay. they love they love the extra life event that we have in Oklahoma that we travel mm -hmm. to um, have have done for the past couple of years as well. And they love seeing um, there won't be as many vendors and stuff there. But what they will love is getting to see uh, and hear stories from other extra lifers, the games that are there. They want to watch me compete, which I told them, don't get your hopes up. I'm not that good. <laughs> so, <Okay. laughs> yeah, I just, um, uh, they're, they're just looking forward to that kind of community build there. Um, so we've talked a lot about ELU, but I want to bring up one oh. other thing because it was a part of my game day because you posted in the discord some very oh. un unique music mm. and you said hey there's a that's here's the family friendly playlist and i said hey oh. so my channel is doesn't need to be family friendly send me the real playlist and so yeah. that's, that's what i had going on in the background so for everybody that was watching me play and laughing like what is this right now you're, you're listening to one of the voices of clearly guilty that's so laura right. Tell me a little bit about Clearly Guilty, and, and I'm going to yeah. let you explain it, because it. I, I listened to a, a couple songs that playlist. I'm like, oh, I have to hear what else is in there. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. Oh, yeah, Great. and our newest, our newest album is not even on Spotify. I don't remember if it was you or someone else that I sent. 
like the album too. You, you sent you sent me the album, and I listened yeah. to a couple tracks already. I'm looking forward to when it's up there to yeah. add in the playlist. Absolutely. So um, clearly, Guilty is a, a band that I am in. Um, people always ask what kind of music it is, and it, it's so pretentious to say, but uh, it's hard to explain. Um, but the easiest way to explain it is like nerd folk music. So we. Most of the places that we perform are Renaissance festivals and then So, acoustic guitar, we have a drummer now, and then two vocalists, which I am one of the vocalists. And uh, if you've ever been to something like Dragon Con, there is a category at Dragon Con called Silk, which is similar, just sort of like a nerdy type of folk music. And we fit into that category most closely than any other category. We are primarily a comedy band. So when I say nerd music, I mean, you're probably gonna laugh the whole time. And then we have a few like pretty songs. And then we have some like raunchy, you can sing this at your Renaissance Festival pub. Sing, <laughs> right? And um, it's all original music. That's the biggest thing that we pride ourselves on. So there are a lot of like nerd, bands out there and they're all great there's a lot of comedy groups out there they're all great um some of what you might be familiar with is parody which is obviously the biggest parody name is weird al i would never compare myself to him because he is an icon and a god um but we don't do parodies we write all of our own music so everything that you will hear from us is original down to the actual like chords that are being played and we also write from our nerd experience so that includes writing about fandoms that we are a part of so star wars doctor who gaming that's tabletop gaming video gaming um we also in the most recent album have a couple songs that are just based off of like queer experience so the current lineup of the band is three um afab assigned female at birth people um and we are all queer of some flavor whether that's uh gender queer asexual pansexual bisexual we there is not there is not a cis het person in our band which is cool so we try to most recently like sort of bring that into our experience as well and we've always wanted to be a safe place so even the name like clearly guilty is just we're all guilty of something we are all nerds. We used to be the only like nerdy group at the Renaissance Festival that we perform at. And that is why I think fans were attracted to us because we're singing about the cosplayers that are walking down the lanes. <laughs> it's not just people in uh, like Renaissance Festival garb. Um, everybody that attends a Renaissance Festival is a nerd. I don't care what you subscribe to. If you attend a Renaissance Festival, you are a nerd. And if you attend a Renaissance Festival in a costume, you are LARPing. And you cannot convince me otherwise. <laughs> so that is sort of our experience. And a lot of our songs are upbeat and comedy because that's what we like to sing. That's what people like to hear. People listen to music uh, to relate to it and or to get away. The Renaissance Festival is about stepping into a fantasy land and forgetting life IRL for a moment. Um, so that's sort of what we are. I've been in the band for eight. This was our 10th year as a band. It was born the same year that I started doing Extra Life. Totally unrelated. 
Um, this is our 10th year. <laughs> I joined about eight years ago. Um, and it's, we've had a couple different, as with any band, we've had a couple different, um, like layouts of group members. So a lot of our older music, you'll hear a male voice. His name is Jeremy. He's fantastic. He wrote some of our uh, songs as well. And then when he, he had to move and it became an all girl band, which we are really enjoying. Don't have any uh, qualms about that. It was hard for a while being uh, a femme presenting nerd band because you can still get a little bit of misogyny. Oh no, not in not in nerd culture. Not in Never, nerd culture, right? <laughs> it's less obvious now, but when we had, uh, you know, a guy in the group, it was worse. Because people would mm. talk to him specifically, or they would assume that he wrote all of the music, or he never had to defend his nerddom, but we always had to defend our nerddom. Yeah, um, that's so that's sort of where it comes from. We came out with a new album this year, which is called Attack of Opportunity, which is actually a pun. Um, it is about Opportunity, the Mars rover. Oh. <laughs> so Attack of Opportunity is actually a song that uh, we wrote about the Martian rovers playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> and awesome. Opportunity is the is the uh, undead boss that they're trying to fight. So that that just is a little like peek into the way our brain works. Um, my bandmate and I actually have matching tattoos of a Mars rover. To signify the 10th year anniversary of the band so it's pretty great and pretty nerdy um the album before that which i also love is um let me tell you when we released it first so our most recent album was released september of 2023 that lines up with our renaissance festival schedule the album before that we plan to release in march of 2020 did something happen? <laughs> yeah. So we finished the album in February of 2020. We originally wanted to release it in March of 2020. We did not see a physical copy of it until September of 2021. Oh my gosh. We named the album in December of, of 2019. What did we name our album? We named it... What's the worst that could happen? Oh, no. Which was a line from one of our songs <laughs> called Oops. Oops, We Split the Party was the name of the song. And the line was, what's the worst that could happen? So we were like, what a funny album title. Let's name our album that and then release it. What's the worst that could happen? You release a new album and then you don't have any events or see a copy of it for 18 months and oh nobody uses it. That is, in fact, the worst that can happen. So That's worse than splitting the party. <laughs> you're so welcome. Yeah, that was our whole joke for the entire first season when we came back. We were like, sorry, guys, it's our fault. That's amazing. Us. We tempted the gods. We lost. Um, so, yeah, TLDR, we are a nerd band that sings about star wars gaming star trek rovers on mars and occasionally we sing about body parts and uh what we call uh the family friendly thing that we like to say is that we are a big fan of monster trucking <laughs> 
That's brilliant. Yeah, I know. Anytime I, I would head out on break and and I would come back and as I'm getting set up to to restart again, just watching chat, like, where did you find this? And like, oh my god, this is hilarious. Yes, the, <laughs> uh, one of the songs that you, I think it was you that pointed it out, was the Mass Effect song. That is one of our yep. pride and joys, um, sci-fi fantasy, which is about um, wanting to. The real reason that we play Mass Effect, which is the companionship. Gotta, the gotta get your, figure out your main squeeze. That's the, that's the big Hell thing. Yeah. Every playthrough, who, who are you going to romance? Yep. Uh, on the flip side, our most recent song that we wrote for Patreon was about Baldur's Gate 3. And it is uh, about the real reason we play Baldur's Gate 3, which is not to have sex with your companions, but is in fact to blow things up. <laughs> a fire. Throwing it on its head. Yeah. And, uh, I know that one uh, was, was a big hit. And because somebody, it was, in, it was another one of like, oh my God, where'd you find this? And somebody was like, what? You don't often listen to songs about banging aliens? <laughs> yeah. Just, like, come on. That sent me rolling. <laughs> that's, that's, our, that's our bread and butter. We have been, we have, even though weirdly, we have very few songs that are actually about that. That's what we're, sort of known for in some in some communities is like the with the james webb telescope uh discovered life on another planet or like the molecules to create life on another planet and suddenly on facebook all of us were being tagged by like all of these people that we knew because they were like oh my god it's happening <laughs> and i'm like wow this is what we're known for we are the alien truckers that's what we're known for it's fine We'll own it. Great. Um, now you have to like make alien, like alien and monster trucking, like hats and shirts and everything like that. Oh my god, I love this. I want this. Yeah. Yes, a trucker hat that says "monster trucker." But it's there a you quote. go. Exactly. <laughs> you never know who you're going to convince to buy that. That has no For idea real. what's going on, and it becomes a better inside joke at that point. Even better. Yeah, and, and one thing I saw there, your stage name is Rowena. So where did that come from? So I had to pick a stage name. Um, my bandmates, Vesper, her stage name came from, that was her first character that she ever created on uh, an old, old game called EverQuest. So she named her, her stage name after her first character. Mine... Um, I thought about the different fandoms that I enjoy and I was like, Rowena is a good name. I would, I could vibe with that. And it kind of birthed out of Rowena Ravenclaw. Cause at the time I liked Harry Potter. This was eight years ago. So this was pre transphobia, right? Yeah, this was, bef this was before the author decided to share opinions. Nobody asked for. Exactly. We actually, one of our uh, pride and joy songs on our newest album is called just stop. And it's about JK Rowling. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and, and every single every single voice on that song, except for me, I am the only cis voice on that song. Everybody else, we invited like trans friends and genderqueer friends to come out and join us on the chorus of that album. So that was really cool. Um, but pre pre transphobia, I was like Rowena Ravenclaw. I'm a Ravenclaw, cute. And then also, um, Supernatural is a big fandom that I was a part of, and there is a witch named Rowena in supernatural so it's like cool it's kind of a nerdy name let's go with it so that became my stage name is rowena and yeah. if you ever need another non uh wizard reference 
Uh, yes. When I saw that, I was like, wait a second. It's like, I'm going to have to ask her about this because I'm sure it comes from somewhere else. Uh, because that is the name of an NPC in Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh, neat. That, yeah, that uh, in the end game, every end game you get uh, tokens, and they're they're called uh, tombstones that you have to trade for the end game gear. And yeah. in every expansion, it's Rowena that runs the enterprise that gets people to work for her, that has yeah. you indebted to her with the tombstones and everything. And every expansion, they have like a new way that she's uh, somehow weaseled her way into like cornering this market no matter what and you can never escape her uh so she's well known amongst the final fantasy 14 player base so as soon as i saw that my uh mmo addicted mind was like wait a second <laughs> it's like does she play 14 it's like this this can't be i don't remember her ever talking about it so it's got to come from somewhere else so I wonder if they, they had some Harry Potter fans or maybe uh, also uh, Supernatural fans that decided to give a nod uh, to Rowena there. I, I thought that was hilarious when that, that popped up. I, that is not what it's from, but now I wish I had known that. So then I could have said that, but that's not where it was originally from in my mind. But that's the cool thing about like nerddom is, you know, people associate things with different things. Like, mm-hmm. And lots of... Even though inspiration from other things, exactly. Our Mass Effect song is about Mass Effect, but the chorus is a hot alien to bone, and I feel like that (laughs) resonates beyond just Mass Effect. I make a joke because oftentimes we get like stares, blank stares, because if no one's ever played Mass Effect, they don't quite get it. We have an N7 sticker on the guitar, and so that's sort of our point of reference is like, if someone's like, oh, hey, I like your N7 sticker, we're like, great, you're you're the target audience. Yeah, you're, yeah, and I played a lot of Mass Effect on on stream before, so yeah, uh, people people definitely loved uh, that song as well. I make a joke when we're on stage, and I'm like, if you don't get this song, just imagine this as William Riker's theme song, (laughs) and then suddenly you get it. And like that, people are like, that is something I can identify with. So awesome. our uh, other bandmate, her her stage name is Sona, and it comes from a League of Legends character primarily. So well, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, hit up Clearly Guilty on Spotify. You'll you'll enjoy. You'll you'll have a lot of laughs. Uh, Bad Nerd was the first one I had listened to, and that uh, one had me yeah, rolling. Yeah. And and that was that was great. I got to hear the new version of Bad Nerd as well. Yeah. Both are so different lyrics for both of them, which I thought was really cool and both very very funny. Uh, but yeah, it was it was great. And when you were talking about having to defend your nerdum, I, I felt like there was a lot of that. And that song's like, yeah. so what if this is what I ascribe to? I'm still yeah. I'm I'm a bad nerd, but still a nerd nonetheless. I love it. It was really good song. All yeah. right. Well, to close this out, we got a game to play. I we're know. I have... talked a lot, so so sorry. Yeah, no, this has been great. This is awesome. Okay. I'm loving this, Let's and now I I can't wait to see. So, uh, for those that haven't listened to an episode before, we're going to play D20 questions. I'm going to roll this D20 that's in my hand, and that will choose three extra life themed questions uh, that I will ask Laura. So far, we've only had three that haven't been done yet. So let's see oh, if the okay. what the dice will have. Uh, Sixteen is what I've rolled. Uh, so we've only asked this one once before. Uh, so the question is: Extra Life places no rules or guidelines 
For how you do your game day or how many people you have join your efforts, what's the best way to do game day, solo or with friends? With friends, a thousand percent. I don't think that I could stay up for 24 hours just by myself. Plus, it's really, really hard. It sounds easy until it's three in the morning and there's no one to talk to. And there's no one, if you're streaming, there's no one in your stream because everybody's mm -hmm. doing the normal thing of sleeping. And then you're suddenly like all alone and it's kind of like hard to find the motivation. So doing it with people, whether that's online or in person, I always recommend. Um, there is a lot of good uh, Discord conversations at that time though too even if you're just in that extra life discord because people those are the only other people that are awake right now are the other people <laughs> in your life so that can help a lot which is nice yeah some of the people in my stream at that time are like other extra lifers yeah uh, i found i found this year playing something highly disturbing like doki doki literature club will keep you uh, wired for a little while um because i never played it and that was an experience and then i played uh what was it? Uh, Firewalk or uh, Firewatch is what it was. Uh, that oh, was a pretty good yeah. engrossing story that I never experienced. So that it is hard to stand by yourself. And I tell you what, my kids actually having a part of it towards the end when they woke back up uh, helped give me the energy. So yes, after doing it solo for a while, I, I am starting to lean definitely uh, with some friends. Makes it a lot easier. All right. Question number two is six All right the second time we've done this one as well uh extra life's official game day official 24-hour marathon is held uh, as we fall back in daylight saving side so do you honor that extra hour and go 25 hours or do you feel like playing 24 hours is 24 hours even with that missing hour so i support however long people do extra life whether that's 12 hours three hours whatever i personally unfortunately do follow the daylight saving so i do make it 25 hours uh because i don't know i guess i'm just an idiot um <laughs> it's it's not necessary but i do it i think it's because i like to see the like the the eight to eight or the nine to nine or whatever that just feels right to me even if it's 25 hours to get there um but whatever you do is completely up to you in fact in 2022 i didn't do a marathon at all um due to like personal reasons um and like family health issues i it was not going to be safe for me to do 24 hours mm -hmm. and so i went over to my friend's house who was doing 24 hours and I did like five or six hours and I called it a day and I still raised money and still participated in extra life at the end of the day. So and the, yeah, that's all that matters. Um, I usually do 25 and I mentioned it before. It's like a, a milestone. I don't know what I did this year in my sleep deprived delirium. Cause I had a timer to where I had a button somewhere and it's not like in a foot pedal or anything. It was an actual button on my stream deck to like deduct an hour when that was unlocked. 
somehow I accidentally did it before it was unlocked. So I'm like, okay, we're going to have the extra hour. And I looked down at the clock. I'm like, which apparently I've already done before y'all hit the <laughs> milestone. Amazing. <laughs> so we still hit it. I still gave the extra hour, but I was like, yeah. okay, this is the final push. We got to hit it or I'm going to turn the stream off and people threw the money. And I'm like, oh, so that whole final push was happening in the extra hour. I just didn't know it. My bad. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, it was. There always ha something has to go haywire of some kind, or it's not totally. a real extra live stream. Okay, the final question. We didn't get to one of our three that we haven't asked before, so that means you people got to keep tuning in. Um, this will be the third time we've asked this one. I love this question because in this scenario, you've been granted an exclusive sponsorship to broadcast your game day marathon from any location in the world. Where are you broadcasting from? And this can be like a storefront, uh, an arena, somebody's house, a restaurant, like anything, like everything's open to you. This sponsor is like giving you the blank check. Where, where are you hosting oh my God. your 24 hour? We know it's with friends. So you and your friends are going where? So money is no object. Money's I no option. Want to go and rent a castle and play Dungeons and Dragons in a castle. This is awesome. Uh, I don't know that we would do a 24 hour Dungeons and Dragons like session. That would be quite a lot. The thing that I've learned for myself is that uh, at 3 a.m. I cannot play a game in which people take long turns because I will <laughs> just want to go to bed. Um, <laughs> So that's, uh, but we can still play board games. You can play like, you know, there's so many medieval themed board games out there or you freaking play Baldur's Gate in like a castle. That would also be sick as hell. So that's the thing. I think that's what I would do. You could also, uh, I mean, you got the sponsorship, get, get all of clearly guilty up there and, and have a streamed concert as well. Hell yeah. That would be great. Yeah, you get get all the production needs handled and everything, write out your writers and and all nine yards. That'd be absolutely hilarious. But Dungeons and Dragons in an actual castle. That is that's next level right there. I love it. Uh so, so that is awesome. Those are the three questions. Uh Laura, I gotta thank you so much for joining. And before we depart. Uh, please let people know where to find you uh, on social media, streams, extra life page, whatever. Please, please let us know. So I uh, am not really a streamer. That is one thing that I don't know anything about. I, you can follow me on, you can friend me on Facebook if you want. Uh, L-O-R-A is how you spell my first name, last name Williams. Uh, Clearly Guilty also has a Facebook page because we're all old. So that's how we do most of our like promotions and social media is through Facebook. Um, we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Clearly Guilty. For a dollar a month, you can get a new song that we put out every single month um, in the form of a video. Usually uh, it's like two part shenanigans, one part song. <laughs> um, my Extra Life page. I can give you the link to it. I don't think I have a customized link anymore. Well, then um, you can just shoot me the link in Discord and I'll make sure it's linked yeah. in the show notes. If I can raise uh, 700 more dollars before the end of the year, I'll reach a milestone of $40,000 lifetime. All right. I don't think that's going to happen by the end of the year, but it's a good goal to have for next year is to have $40,000 raised. That'll definitely be doable next year. 
Awesome. All right. Well, that's going in the show notes regardless. We'll see what we can do in that last little bit. Well, Laura, I want to thank you so much for joining an awesome conversation. Uh, the first Tory's angel, at least uh, that I believe, or actually, no, I think we've had one other Tory's angel. I have to remember my own show interviews, but definitely the newest Tory's angel and definitely the first uh, that's going to have Extra Life United in uh, moving to their hometown. So yeah. thank you. So- Thank you so much for joining, Laura. I can't wait to see you at ELU uh, this upcoming summer, and hopefully we can get. Uh, we'll see if we can't get you closer uh, to that forty thousand goal before twenty twenty four. Thanks. Sounds good.